Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Petra Pashali, who is um, training to become an Alexander Technique teacher. She's in her second year uh, on an Alexander Technique training course in Berlin. She has a degree in International Business Management and she used to work on recruiting projects, searching and selecting the best candidate for diverse companies from startups to international cor uh, corporations. Uh, she lives with her husband and three kids in Berlin. Uh, Petra, welcome to the show. Thank you, Robert. Uh, well, I wonder if... Um, before, our topic today is going to be advice for people who are considering training to become Alexander teachers. And I think it would be helpful for anyone listening who's in that position to just first hear a little bit about how it is that you, you came to um, make that kind of decision. Um, what what was it that brought you to the technique in the first place? Yeah, sure. I can tell you a little bit about it. Um, I am the typical back pain candidate. Mm -hmm. So I, um, my back pain has accompanied me through my life, especially then when I had to sit more in front of the computer when working. Um, it it was always a topic. So I tried different things, and in the in former times, usually sports and um, gymnastics or, or pilates or so helped mm, right um, um then at a certain point i discovered that also some feldenkrais which is also a kind of mind body work helps mm -hmm. um but uh, yeah it was always that sports was my thing to relax to to build also to get stress away and to manage my back pain but at a certain point and i think it was 2013 um i I had the impression that it got worse and it was not manageable by these normal remedies anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so sports didn't really help. It actually it got worse. I couldn't run any, any longer, although running always was my favorite. And so I had to start swimming, although I'm not such a swim type. But okay, swimming helped a little bit. But um, yeah, so the, the, that was when the voyage started to go to what do you call them in English, the orthopedics or the... Orthopedics, or, yeah. Uh -huh. Orthopedics uh, and physiotherapists. Mm -hmm. And yeah, discovering that nobody actually really knew what's going on in my body because it was not only the back, but it was really half my side in a way. The, my, the whole body from neck to foot suddenly was um, somehow very tense, uh, my whole left side. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I didn't get any help any longer, and and I had already. I started reading about it. I dis started discovering different things. So I also built up some knowledge, and I discovered when I talked to physiotherapists that they were actually a bit frightened, or they didn't really know what to do with me. <laughs> so, right, right. Uh, I had the impression I really want to learn something to be able to manage myself, to help mm -hmm. myself, mm -hmm. and that was when I discovered the Alexander technique, where I had read about it in a book that my mother had given to me. And there were a lot of different techniques mentioned in that book. And one of them was the Alexander Technique. And, well, I had tried Feldenkrais. And Alexander Technique was somehow the next I wanted to try. <laughs> and right. that was the first uh, first lessons that I took here in Berlin with the teacher. Mm -hmm. And it 
I somehow stuck with it and, and my interest grew and I wanted to learn more about it. And so um, the decision to, to sign on to a training course, was that primarily as a way of getting more Alexander experience? Yes, primarily yes. that was the, mm -hmm. the reason where, um, why I signed in, uh, why I yeah. decided to do the training course. But it was always an, uh, an option like to say, okay, I, I'm actually, I like training others as well. I've done it in my job quite a lot. Right. And I like teaching. And I've always in the past thought, hmm, teaching would be nice, but what should I teach? And now it's actually oh. coming together that oh, I that's, really enjoy it teaching and, oh, <laughs> and that's helping wonderful. myself that, to, that's wonderful yeah, passing passing on this knowledge now to others right. uh, will be really nice or is already nice if we have guests and i can start to work a little bit with the guests right so a, a decision uh for anybody to um sign on to or to, to sign on to an alexander technique training uh course is a pretty pretty big one to make we were usually talking about three years and uh, pretty intense study and often a lot of money. So I think um, for a lot of people, they they might wonder, well, how would I how would I decide what course to go to? There are several dozen around the world. I, I don't know the exact number, but quite a few. And if someone were to ask you, uh, Petro, which course should I go on? What would you What would you tell them? <laughs> well, I actually investigated primarily in Berlin because I knew I wanted to live here with my family, or we live here, mm -hmm. and I needed a course which allows me to spend holidays with my family. So our course is scheduled in a way that you have that we have class from Monday to Thursday in the morning from nine to half past 12. Mm -hmm. And we have it throughout the year on a continuous basis. And the school holidays, like the official German school holidays, they are off for us as well. Oh, okay. There are other schools here in Berlin that teach, for example, six weeks, I think, in a row, more intensive, like full days. Mm -hmm. And then you have some time off again. And then this six-week schedule starts again. Mm -hmm. um, and it depends, I think, which circumstances, uh, yeah, what, what your life looks like, mm -hmm. which training course is more suitable. Um, and whether you're yeah. prepared to move to a different city, because typically Alexander training courses are only available in a relatively small number of large cities. Yeah. Um, and, and some smaller ones as well, but... There's every possibility that you might have had Alexander lessons in a in a location where there is no training course nearby. That's true, and then you should investigate prices of the schools and prices, the cost of living in these cities, because that varies quite a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think actually Berlin, if you look at that, uh, at, at these numbers and, and the offering we have here, is quite a good place to go to an Alexander Technique school. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, you also want to. You may you may need to work uh, part time. Uh, yeah. While you're on the train, do you, are you do when are you do you work to, um, while you're on the training course in the afternoons? Yes, I I do some some projects, but uh, for our own company and at my own pace, let's say. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I still accompany some clients, but not in the um, 
in the amount that I did before. It was really the decision to concentrate on the training course and to be available for the ki- children in the afternoon right. and to do a little bit of recruiting projects, but not primarily. Um, so that was a big decision and I had to get my husband on board, the mm-hmm. whole family on board to say, okay, this is something I would really, I mean, I, I want to do and um, is that okay for you? <laughs> that right. was really important. Right, right. So in in one way, of course, you had the added um, obligation of the of three children to look after, but you also, it sounds like you had connections with the corporation you'd been working for that would enable you to do some part-time work. Yes. And not ev- and, not and then- everyone would have that. That would that's might be a little no, bit unusual. True. Yeah. I mean, we have also diverse um, people in our group, like we are a group of about 10 people mm-hmm. and um, some are actors, some are musicians, some dancers. Um, one is a programmer working in Cyprus and she was with us now for a year. Now she goes back to work there, but she will come back for one week a month now for the following months to see how she can figure all out. Perhaps she can even start working from Berlin for the same company that she used to work for in Cyprus. Mm-hmm. Um, we have one from Japan. He's mm-hmm. a musician and he plays here in Berlin for the Deutsche Oper, so for mm-hmm. the opera. He's mm-hmm. doing the Alexander Technik training, he's learning German and is performing. So he has really a full day. Um, others are singers and sing in the evening and teach. They, they teach singing or voice, um, yeah, what do you call it? Voice work, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, presenting. Oh, lessons? Like lessons, yeah, lessons, lessons right, how, yeah, how to speak and so on. So mm-hmm. actually, I think um, everybody is working in a way part time and doing the training. And mm-hmm. we are from diverse countries, so it's very international. We speak in English during our training. Um, oh, I think really? I'm the only one <laughs> who isn't even German. I'm Austrian, oh, <laughs> and uh-huh. there's another another one who is from Germany, but the rest is really from different con- countries like Slovenia. Japan, Cyprus, Greece, mm-hmm. yeah, France, America. We even have one from the U.S. <laughs> oh, excellent. So let's say that someone has um, sort of uh, zeroed in on two or three training courses that that would be fe- possible for them to attend. Um, I would assume that if at all possible, you would suggest they visit them all for yes. a few days each and and definitely spend some yeah. time on the course make sure you're comfortable with the instructors and with the, the students and the general atmosphere right yeah right definitely i think that's a big advantage that you can always spend uh days as a guest at our school or at other schools as well mm-hmm. to yeah get in touch with who is there and how is also the what's the location like mm-hmm. um, is it a big room is it a, a nice atmosphere um, how structured is the training course um, right right that's also quite a difference I think often and I think uh, another thing to consider is that in the Alexander world there are um, different styles of teaching sort of different lineages from the people who took up Alexander's work after he died. 
And it could be that you, it, it might be very advantageous in some cases to go to a course that comes from a different lineage than the one you've had experience in. You know, that's, yeah, that's if you know problem. which one you have experience in. <laughs> well, that's true, I, I yeah. <laughs> which, which uh, course my teacher at that time had done. Right. Um, well, at our school, it's a mix also. Some say it's a mix of, like you say, Carrington and McDonald, these two. Those are two, those are two of the major strands, yeah. Although yeah. I don't know today, it's so far down the line that they're probably more substrands than than I have any idea about but certainly when I trained in England back in the day the, the, they were there were like basically three or four quite distinct training courses not just in terms of personalities but in terms of sort of Alexander lineages attached to them so yeah that's something to consider as well. Any thoughts on other aspects that that someone considering taking this giant step should think about? Hmm. Well, we had the the cost. We had the the people, the style, mm-hmm. <laughs> the city where to live in. Right. Um, no, I think that just. To, going there and trying like you say being part of the group for a day or even for several days this makes a lot of sense i i did that as well before i started the training i went once a week for example to that school mm-hmm. for like about eight weeks just oh, to get yeah. a feel for now mm-hmm. how it would be to um to do it more intensively to say, see also whether this kind of work really is what i want to do for three years because so uh, um I didn't know. <laughs> right. There's no way like really. It's a long time, like you say. <laughs> well, I guess there's really no way to know for sure without spending time on the course. And what it, what is it like to be immersed in in the Alexander technique for three or three and a half hours a day? That's quite uh, that's quite an intense process. And yes. n- not everyone who's had Alexander lessons w- would have any idea of what that's like. If they've just had half hour or 45 minute lessons once or twice a week, uh, it's a big change going on a training course. So I guess I would add that if at all possible, spend as much time as you can investigating all the courses that are possible. Um, you're so, I mean, you were, you were very lucky that you were in the same city as uh, some, a number of options. But not everyone would be that lucky, and so you may have to make a commitment to do a bit of traveling and staying places for yeah. a few days at a time. Anything yeah. else you want to say about maybe well, maybe what I just yeah. thought of uh-huh. yeah, was, yeah was to say okay this um, also look at the contract like um, would it allow you to have breaks if you're for example a freelancer or an artist it, uh, yeah you might get a, a project where you really have to be away for three months is that possible with that kind of school mm-hmm. to talk to the head of the school oh, and that's to a say whether point. these forces not taking a break is possible um, or even like how long are you bound uh, to the contract when can you um, give notice if you really um, suddenly become aware this is not working for me like am I now have I ever got to pay for a year although oh. I don't want to even finish right. the year or 
That's a that's a that's a very good point, and I don't know anything about what training courses these days typically do require in that way. So yes, I I, I think you'd be do well to spend a bit of time with the director or directors uh, on that very topic, uh, because it's quite possible something could come up and. Um, that you would have to take time off. I think that, I mean, normally the Alexander training process is classically, it's a three-year um, commitment, but a lot of people I know have taken longer because they've taken more time off along the way. So it's definitely possible. Yes, definitely. In our, in our school as well, there's right. uh, often people uh, in total, they have more time than these three years and three months. Um, right. But that's totally possible. Yeah. And I should say that in, in America and possibly elsewhere, but certainly in America, there are other kinds of training options um, that are not necessarily, uh, that are more... Um, more more provide more flexibility for people things like trainings over weekends uh, and maybe one day of the week that kind of thing so you might mm -hmm. want to look into that as well there i and i suppose it's also we should talk about a little bit about the nature of alexander technique certification um I assume that your is it is it the case that your training course is one that's kind of ultimately affiliated with STAT and that in that whole network of STAT and AMSTAT and so on. Hmm. Well, it's affiliated definitely with the German um, Alexander Technique Verband, right? <laughs> which might be affiliated again with STAT. Uh, I'm not sure. Probably but, it's probably yeah. is if it's the if it's the main one in Germany. Is yeah, that, that's yeah. the main one. Yeah, but, the main organization. So, so the school is also regularly visited by another kind uh, kind of supervisor who right. checks out that everything's right. going well according to <laughs> Alexander Technique right. at the school. So to make sure there is a certain understanding, certain progression also on our side. Right. So again, in America, and I think in England these days too, and in, I don't really know, I don't know enough to say about other countries, but there, there, there are, there are more, there are more than one certifying network. Let's put it that way. In America, there's something called ATI, and I think there, ATI exists in other countries as well. So there are, different training courses will kind of take you on the path to certification of a particular uh, type and there are different types so that's something to be to make sure you're aware of um, on the other the hand the time spent time spent is normally the same like not apparently no. I, as far as I know not necessarily so that's something to consider um, and just, uh, I guess another thing to consider is that legally in most countries, certainly in America, there is no requirement to be a member of any society. I mean, any, really anyone can call themselves an Alexander Technique teacher and there's no legal 
recourse. Um, so that's kind of the situation. Um, mm. It's not a totally monolithic. Um, the Alexander technique is not totally monolithic. Let's let's put it that way. So mm. it it would be definitely good to to, to be very clear if you're looking at a training course what what kind of network it's in if it is in a network um, because that would have a bit of a bearing on the kind of um, certificate you would get at the end hmm. so, anyway is there anything else that you'd like to add I think we've covered most of the basics yes I think so too so uh my uh, my guest today has been Petra Pashali. That's as close as I can come to the real pronunciation. And she is on a tra- training course in Berlin. She's um, hoping to finish at the end of 2020. Uh, Petra, thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you, Robert. 